Hello friends, and welcome to our new moon meditation meeting today in the sign of Taurus the bull. It is good to remind ourselves that these meetings are not single separated events, but are actually part of a rhythmic cycle of spiritual fixed intention, of in-breathing and out-breathing, of full moon and new moon, of inspiration and service. <clears throat> At the full moon, we seek to gain insight into hierarchical planning for our evolving world, and specifically for the planetary energy center, which we call humanity. The emphasis then at the new moon is to think through how these energies and inspirations can be expressed to lift humanity nearer to the light of the soul. This will necessarily be in a multitude of ways and will always be in response to some human or planetary need. And our perception of these depends not only on what we are personally interested in, but also to the extent to which we can forget about ourselves and assume the position of the soul, group conscious, loving, in tune with the plan and combining a deep joy with the capacity for sacrifice. The sign of Taurus points to one of the critical needs for a transformation within humanity. And it also presents us with a beautiful opportunity to put this into practice. For Taurus as the bull symbolizes two things. On the one hand, it powers the driving compulsions of the desire nature from material pleasures and possessions, so characteristic of the personality, the separated self. For aeons, this has held humanity in thrall and has exacted its seemingly endless penalty of suffering, of tragedy, and of sorrow. But on the other hand, this sign also holds deep within it the goal and possibility of the gift that appears when this powerful quality of human nature is transmuted. And this is the priceless treasure of illumination and enlightenment that was embodied and demonstrated for us all so beautifully in the life and achievement of the Buddha. As we all know so well, the Buddha summed up this up in the distillation of his enlightenment, the Four Noble Truths. These involve the fact of suffering, the cause of suffering being misplaced desire, the relief from suffering being the Noble Eightfold Path, of right belief, right intentions, right speech, right actions, right living, right endeavor, right mindedness, and right rapture or happiness. It's interesting to recognize that these graded steps of the Noble Eightfold Path actually reveal the means to the solution of all the various and now really urgent problems facing humanity, which continue to be a cause uh, of such concern and alarm to all good-hearted thinking people in the world today. For example, it's interesting to realize that each one of the steps on the Eightfold Path begins with the word right. As personalities, we can no doubt argue 
about the niceties of what right really means. But as aspirants and disciples coming under the loving influence of the soul and relegating our personalities into the background, what is right is not difficult to discern, for it is always determined by the values of the soul. And it is the values of the soul which will guide us all on the path to arriving at proper solutions to humanity's problems. Let's just take three of these steps to illustrate this point. Right belief first. This is such an interesting phrase. For many people, belief means hoping something is true, even when there is no evidence for it. But for the spiritually minded person, right belief now means wisdom based on knowledge. For example, the knowledge that goodness exists at the heart of every human being. Okay, with some it might be deeply buried, but it is there nevertheless and can and will eventually be evoked. The heart of humanity is sound, we're constantly told. We can evoke the soul in all who are on the verge of this beautiful moment of self-discovery. We can also evoke the understanding of enlightened self-interest in those for whom the awakening to the soul is not an immediate possibility. So in a way, these are not really beliefs in the generally accepted meaning of this word. They are certainties, and certainties that we can and must act upon. Then there is right action. This is well summed up in these words of the Tibetan. It is essential that disciples in all ashrams consider these days what humanity's problems are, what they mean, and what their solution entails. They must know what the masters of the wisdom want done, and then they must write and talk and act and live so that others too may understand. Now here is a challenge to us all, not to just be armchair esotericists, but to put our spiritual knowledge and energy into practice. Whatever is our particular interest, it will evoke all that is in us and all that we are and focus and direct this into a sustained, substantial and one-pointed effort. When the millions of people of goodwill in the world measure up to the best that they know in thought and word and deed, then this is the way in which humanity's problems will be resolved. And this really is possible of eventual achievement. And finally, of course, there is right living. And this means practicing what we preach, walking the talk, being a living example of spiritual values in action in daily life. When looked at this way, the problems of humanity can surely and correctly be seen as a blessing, for they are forcing us all to recognize the higher values and learn to live them out in daily life. As the Agni Yoga teaching puts it so well, blessed be the obstacles, through them we grow, and we, in this case, means humanity as a whole. And in terms of what we're doing now, we're aiming to balance the high point of intensity of the last full moon, the full moon of the Buddha, with a similar point of intensity in outer expression. 
So let us now go into our meditation and continue to build and strengthen the cable of lighted love that attunes us all consciously together into a worldwide serving group and that links us to the inner kingdoms of the soul and the spiritual will and that helps to empower and sustain all service activities everywhere in the world. So now we go into our meditation, strengthening the hands of the new group of world servants. Group fusion, we say together, I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Now our group alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the new group of world servers. Mentally, we extend a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center, to the Christ, the heart of love within hierarchy, then towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. our interlude. We hold the mind, the group mind, focused for a few moments on the planetary role of the new group of world servants, mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression, and meditating the plan into existence. <clears throat>
meditation. Let us reflect on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas. Humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age. This is the major task of the new group of world servants.
precipitation. We visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love, throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, focus through the Christ, through the new group of world servants, through all people of goodwill everywhere in the world. And finally, through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. No interlude. Now let us consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the new group of world servants, so building the thoughtful solution to world problems.
distribution. As we sound the great invocation, let us visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and power. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. <clears throat> From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Mm. Thank you all for your participation in our work this evening. It was a lovely meeting. Just a reminder that the Arcane School Conference is taking place here in London on the weekend of June the 3rd and 4th. And the weekend before that, there is the Arcane School Conference in Geneva on 27th and the 28th of May. That's next week. Details are, of course, on our website. And if you want to come or Zoom, log in on Zoom, it's necessary to register um, and you can do that on the website. So either on Zoom or in personal presence, we look forward to seeing you there very much. Okay, good night then.